he has over 12 years of experience with a demonstrated history of working in the hr operations and analytics industry he is skilled in building hr tech solutions hr analytics domain insights generation robotic process automation and product management currently is working as a product manager and also conducting research in the field of product management as part of the doctor in business administration program in today's episode let's chat with anand srinivasgaud this is the guiding voice podcast series tgv for a better future this is your host navin samala and i am a fellow it professional with a lot of passion to learn new things in every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff in addition to that we also share a trivia or a fun fact towards the end and folks you'll acquire more knowledge by tuning into tgv than any other podcast in this space so thank you so much for tuning in today we are going to discuss a very important topic like important leadership lessons that changed a product manager's career journey most of us get influenced by our leaders okay the supervisors or the managers with whom we worked with and in some cases we passively learn from them and in other cases we actively learn from them but there is a lot to learn from the leaders who are already at the top so let us understand what anand has learned from his leaders we are welcoming anand to be part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe anand welcome to tgv thank you navin for inviting me today on your passport channel uh, it's a pleasure to be here so pleasure to have you on board and anand let's briefly talk about your career journey and top 3 things that have helped you reach your current position okay sure so i would like to start right from the my basics uh, you know where i uh, learned everything so i started my journey as claims associate uh, back in tw- uh, 2009 in adp pune where i was responsible for processing the fsa claims for us employees now fast forward to today now i'm working as a product manager in amazon and responsible for building some of the best benefit tech solutions for house employees of amazon now in this 12 years of journey i have worn multiple hats mostly into ic and i have played roles like senior subject matter expert uh, senior analyst data analyst business analyst and now currently being P, working as a pm while touch basing upon various uh, domains like benefits hr payroll hr analytics and in this entire 12 plus years of journey uh, i must say that i have met some of the best leaders who have really helped me to evolve what i am today and i would also like to you know dedicate this podcast to all those leaders uh, you know help me to achieve uh, what i have done to, till today so yeah i think i mean th- though that is a quick a brief about my journey that uh, actually help you okay i mean of course there are many things uh, that has uh, worked well but if i have to name the top 3 ones then i will definitely go with first is, so what happens you know in whatever organization uh, organizations that i have worked with they have always invested a lot in learning of their own employees and leaders hence when you start working in such a environment the first thing that really uh, changes you uh, from an attitude perspective is like you have that learning attitude to evolve from one role to another and it just comes so naturally because you are in that environment and spending almost years uh, looking at others so i would say that one thing that really helped me the first thing is my learning attitude because i have seen my leaders around me that they never stop learning no matter where they have or which uh, position they have acquired so that is one thing 
the second thing is like i have always made sure that i am surrounded by the like minded people uh, you know by participating into various forums into communities and that has really helped me uh, because in, uh, one of the leaders that i work very closely in a, a community called as toastmasters he used to always say that anand you're always like those people like those five to uh, six people with whom you're surrounded with and that really made an impact on me because if you really want to become someone like let's say if i want to become a pm i think i should definitely surround myself uh, with some uh, you know good pms around me only then i will start thinking in those direction so with that i think I, uh, the second point then if i have to summarize then it will be like you know uh, making sure that you're surrounded by the like minded people it's very very important and third is something uh, which is i would say like you always need to have fun in what you do otherwise you will lose your track and trust me when i say this like this is very different than uh, when all great leaders say that follow your passion follow your passion is something else like you know 75% people when they hear this term follow their passion or follow your passion uh, they just go and you know really they don't have any passion but they go and they fall into this trap so i am not saying follow your passion what i am saying is whatever you do do with uh, you know do it with fun and you know it will make it easy and you will really like it you know when you do it so that's something just top three things i would you know if you ask me to like name top three so these will be the things that i would like to like you know uh, provide from my journey okay that's great and i think one of your leaders asked you to be surrounded by like minded people to grow that's a wonderful tip and uh, what are other uh, tips that have been shared by your managers okay i think definitely there are many uh, traits that i uh, knowingly unknowingly learned uh, from my man and, and deliberately i don't want to use the term managers because i want to call them as leaders and the reason i'm doing it sp- uh, specifically is because you know managers sometimes they are surrounded with their own thinking and they just focus on the management part but leaders whereas they take one step back they look at the whole picture and they just don't Uh, focus on management they focus also on the learning and strengthening the team so uh, going forward if i quote leader just uh, make sure that i am quoting a manager okay so i think there are many uh, like learnings that i have uh, inculcated uh, from all of them uh, if i have to summarize few top you know uh, that if uh, in interest of time so i would say the first thing is that whenever uh, whenever and whoever i have worked with you know they have always trusted their team but it's not the blind trust that is very very important so you have to trust your team but you have to verify with the data and in today's 21st uh, century if you don't understand how the data works then you will be left behind because you know data is getting generated in such a rapid space and if you don't use it uh, to your benefit then it becomes very difficult right so trust your team but verify with data the next point would be like whenever uh, you know let's say you you fall you make a mistake try to brutally honest to yourself that how you can come back from it how you would like to grow from learning that mistake you know and take it uh, to the next level because it's very very important that if you are not brutally honest to yourself and if you don't allow your leaders to be you know honest with you i think then you are allowing a very great opportunity of evolving from what you are today and what you want to become so that is very very important that you need to be honest and allow your leaders also to be honest with you and you also you know in the same uh, be honest with uh, your teammates and and your uh, leaders 
but in this particular process avoid doing one thing that is avoid being self pity because sometimes it's very easy you know we fall into the trap that hey every everything that is happening wrong is happening only with me i am the only one who is getting penalized for everything so avoid those thoughts because those thoughts will take you nowhere so it's very thin line that being brutally honest and being self pity so that's one thing the next thing i would like to say is having the right attitude to process and work on the feedback no matter it's coming from whom and again again there is a difference between you know uh, someone giving you a feedback or someone is trying to put you down so you also you need know, to understand you know make that difference that if someone is giving you a feedback then take it with the right attitude and if someone is they're just trying to put you down or you know something else so you need to have that attitude to let it go and uh, you know move ahead and most importantly and very important thing that i have learned that the leaders who are actually uh, that th- those who have grown uh, they actually keep themselves from the office politics that is really not required to get into just be there but don't try to get involved too much and you know have the right attitude to move forward that's one thing that has really really helped me to uh, you know reach where i have today and it will definitely help me to in uh, go ahead the next thing i would say is you know some many of the times we always feel or we always aspire uh, to be at the uh, you know position that our leaders are and we feel that okay if once we get into the leadership position life is going to become easy and everything is going to be easy but that is not the case the most important thing being a leader is that you have to take sometimes tough decisions you need to have tough conversations with your supervisors or with your direct reports or your teammates so it is very very important that you prepare yourself for those tough times for those tough conversations because as you grow up the ladder it's not always that you know it's not only was meant that you need to say good things but what will define you as a unique leader is how you handle those tough conversations let's say if you uh, want to t- uh, give someone feedback uh, because someone is not working correctly uh, there are so many situations a leader might face in or uh, in his or her life that you know become sometimes very difficult for a normal person to go uh, get into and you know talk to the other person so you have to be tough uh, and those will only come from the experience or the mistakes that you make and learn from learning from it so you know just remember that being tough doesn't mean that uh, you block yourself or you emotionally uh, not allowing yourself to express what i meant by tough conversations or t- being a tough leader is making sure that you are not getting affected somewhere down the line because of this tough situations that that's what i meant and that is very very important thing the next thing i would say is genuinely like in double quoted listen uh, while having a conversation with your team because if you are not attentive listener you are not giving the correct picture uh, to the person while having a word or any conversation uh, with them so in in trust me an attentive listener you know might not be able to provide 100% solutions to a problem uh, but you will definitely uh, build a long life trust with that person and that person will be very comfortable to talk to you no matter what uh, that situation is so being an a good listener you know is very very important in as you grow up the ladder as you take the uh, different different various leadership positions so and uh, just two uh, quick points that i would like to uh, mention is that always you know don't just focus on your uh, growth areas or areas of improvement it should be a balanced approach of focusing on the strengths and the uh, focus uh, like growth so and one last thing is treat everybody everyone no matter whom they are with respect uh, you will earn the respect 
as you move forward so that is very very important you you give respect and you take you cannot uh, buy respect from anyone right so that one thing i have really learned because whatever conversation stuff one may it be or it may be anyone but the leaders that i worked with they always treated with respect and you know uh, shared the information what they had to do so i think that is very very important you need to keep in mind while working in a professional environment anand i think these are really pearls of wisdom i would say i think uh, you have learned a lot of good traits by observing the leaders and one thing which is very important is about uh, having the tough conversations because once you get into that leadership role we always try to be in the good books of our team members but at times we may have to uh, deliver the tough messages and all and thanks for bringing that out so with that let's uh, flip the coin and talk about what did you learn in terms of not to do as a leader if you get into a leadership position what you yeah. should stop doing or avoid doing okay that's an interesting question and uh, i will i will make sure i don't make this as my venting session with some of the bad experiences i had with my leaders jokes apart i think definitely there is always a scope and as 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 a leader you know he or she will always believe in this one statement that there is always 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 a scope of improvement right so again whoever i work with they were not perfect and definitely things that we should not do as a manager or as a leader is also something that i learned from them only right so in, in very uh, unknowingly way or knowingly way so i think some of the managers have this tendency that they believe in micromanagement uh, which is like you know going very very deep into managing people uh, but trust me it really never works if you want to grow then you believe in building a strong team so that you don't have to do this micromanagement thing your team itself uh, will work or function so better uh, if you choose the right people in your team and you can focus on different things like you know making sure you grow your business you focus on the learnings of those teammates you know, whenever you have a conversation with your team members uh, have around career aspirations career goals instead of having you know, uh, small small things like uh, why you uh, did this late or something like that right so i think you know building that strong team is very very important and you know please avoid i would say please please avoid doing micromanagement that is really not going to take you anywhere as a leader so that's one thing the second thing i would say is never restrict yourself to only one domain because i have seen this especially what happens is like you know especially i will tell you what happened in the covid times a team it's you know getting impacted because half of the team members are getting impacted of uh, like they are uh, getting covid and you are working at a 50% capacity now as a leader you are supposed to get into and you know pitch in wherever it's required but if you are just good at management but you never learned the domain or if you just focus on very one specific thing and you missed on you know uh, learning the different things then you will definitely struggle as a manager as a leader at this particular situation so don't restrict yourself to only one domain or you know sometimes i have seen people giving up learning just because they got some title let's say uh, any any title like manager or anything so that is one very very important thing you don't have to give up on learning you and you can't do it you don't have that uh, leniency to do it once you become a leader uh, again and when i say learning don't just focus on one domain but you need to have at least basic working knowledge of multiple domains which will help you to survive in tough situations as you go, uh, you know move forward and the last thing i would say is something which has really happened uh, with me in uh, one of my organizations where once i made a, a mistake and i will not uh, say it was small or a big but it i made a mistake 
and suddenly after that my manager came to me and said that i will fire you because what you have done is very very wrong so i felt and i learned from one from this particular situation is that please never use this term that i will fire you just based on one mistake you as a leader need to give one chance to everyone to grow and learn if you i mean you know giving your ch- giving that one chance is something uh, will make you a strong leader no you never know like sometimes people might use that chance in a very better way or in a negative way but that's something uh, it's up to them but as a leader you should not really you know uh, fire someone at this particular small mistake and you know give everybody one chance to uh, you know grow and learn and if they don't do then of course you have different measures to take but this is one uh, one thing that i learned from this particular experience because when you know uh, we are we especially you know uh, in operations deal with people who are like coming college fresh outs or having one to two years of experience and if you say this term to them it becomes very difficult to digest this right because you don't know what to do next so that's something that i learned i know that as a manager as a leader what you should not do so these would be some couple of points that i pointed out and and yeah so that that's all the brutal most i would say is i would fire you <laughs> if you don't do this i know <laughs> i know how can people get to that extent i i'm really curious all right yeah. because see, today intellectual capital is something which is expensive compared to your uh, financing and all and the longer yes. your employees stay with your organization the more loyal they become and the more they contribute that we have to win the loyalty of our employees all right so <laughs> now slightly switching gears and talking about uh, this learning right i have um, seen that you have mentioned in one of our conversations saying that hey you know it is better to embrace this uh, learning along with a community or a team kind of thing right mm-hmm. so why is it important yeah sure i think that's a very important question especially in this times when you know we are like getting disconnected uh, because of this covid we are all are like uh, just uh, working in one room or on one table for almost two years plus or two plus three years now right so what happens the reason i give so much of importance to community learning whether you do it online offline that is different question altogether but i mean to start with you know my entire experience from what i have learned i can't emphasize like the importance of being part of a community because as i told you one of my learning was that i always want to be surrounded by the like minded people who are attached to one or two common goals that i personally want to achieve right and that just changes the entire dynamics of how you think because what happens you know you are not just alone in you know achieving that you uh, you talk to people who are like minded who also want to achieve something like that but they have very different ways than what you you have and suddenly instead of one way i have 10000 different ways now to think about it so in this what has happened is like you know my uh, my capacity to think has really increased i have got different perspectives and this just makes you more you know uh, like full of wisdom it it makes you more uh, better experience leader so i will give you one basic example okay i was part of toastmasters community from where i earned my two certifications but what apart from the certifications what i learned around uh, while working with leaders like you know i used to sit beside people who were like retired ceos or you know they are like uh, working in in the startup incubators or uh, they are some leaders or they are uh, founders of their own startups so when you start talking to such people trust me your learning uh, just expands what 
who you wanted to uh, learn in like let's say one year you are just learning in those one or two conversations because those people while they share their wisdom pulse of wisdom uh, it's just on a different uh, level so uh, that's this one of the community that i'm really proud of to say and i will definitely join once you know uh, everything uh, gets back to normal because the online meetings are something that i'm not liking so maybe i will join once uh, it starts with the offline meeting. the other community that i'm part of is called as hack weekly now this is something i joined when i wanted to learn more about the data science machine learning uh, concepts right and this is formed by one of the the industry uh, leader whose name is vetrivel so he gathered like minded people uh, who wanted to educate ideate in the field of ai and ml now the the moment i joined this group there was literally like 100 plus people who were working on the same domain and they were working at different different levels so it just helped me to understand okay or at what level the work is happening in this particular field and not only that right like you know i got my two certifications done on two different platforms because i was part of this community i got this information much faster uh, as compared to if i was not part of this community so with community the information spreads faster uh, your perspectives uh, become wider you you learn uh, very uh, you know like the maybe and again i would like to also say one thing is like community learning is not for like you know everybody if because if you are just one way focused person then maybe community learning is not for you but if you believe in learning with different perspectives then i think community learning is like a boon to you and you will just i mean it's up to you how you take the benefit out of it right so according to me i think community learning is the future and i mean i cannot emphasize more because it's that's where the future is going like tomorrow today uh 50% of your uh, good courses like mbas like mscs are happening online and when i say online but uh, you know you are getting uh, involved in one uh, like community where you know you are working with different different types of people who are at a different stage of career that's going to change the way we learn actually as we move forward and one of the most key parameters in community learning is like you know it's not just about you uh, learning from someone it is also about you helping others to learn for example if i learn in one year from the community then it's my responsibility that i also pass on this information to the sub- person who is coming next to me or who is you know coming from a college background or uh, like you know so whatever the background may be but i am able to transform that information to them and then as on that you know the cycle continues so that is the key part of the community otherwise if you just learn learn and you don't you know share you don't uh, help to transform it to different people then i think the whole purpose of community learning is getting defeated as and lastly i would say like i think you guys are also managing a very wonderful community which i recently joined and i just loving it and i would like to get more involved and get participated into those uh, sessions that is conducted on a monthly basis but i think i'm just loving uh, the way tgv community is working so kudos to you navin and team but yeah that's one thing uh, that you are really doing uh, as a great job in terms of community learning yeah thanks for the mention and i take that opportunity to talk about ted uh, circles with our audience for the very first time so folks uh, i host ted uh, circles meetings every month typically on a third or fourth saturday between 6:30 pm to 8 pm india standard time and ted uh, circles is an initiative by ted conferences wherein anybody can register as a host and uh, i was able to successfully host 15 sessions without a break and wow. it was a great initiative by ted circles wherein they are asking the hosts to gather like minded people and run these meetings every month they give us a specific topic around which 
do a group conversation it is not a debate kind of thing but it is a group conversation everybody will come together share what they know about a topic likewise we go around the table and leave with loads of learning once we are done with the meeting so if you are interested just drop me a note on linkedin or any social media platform and uh, i'll also emphasize one thing anand when it comes to community learning there will be healthy competition also between the among yes, the members yes, saying that hey you know i i crossed the module 3 you are at module 4 or somebody is already done with the assignment let me charge up right that is one ad- advantage i see because it reminds me about my school and college days especially during 10th standard and 11th standard yes we yes used yes to do this group study and all right and everybody used to do the night outs kind of thing spending till 2 am 3 am and all but it was very fruitful because all we do is split topics so that you study first four chapters and your friend studies next four chapters and you brainstorm and you learn that way you don't have to go through the entire book and all right wonderful yeah yeah so yeah on that uh, note of this learning and learning through community and all let's talk about your own upskilling journey because uh, you are right now pursuing your dba right which is like doctorate in business administration is not not everybody aspires to get there right it's uh, so what has been your motivation and first of all how this uh, upskilling has helped you grow in your career sure okay uh, definitely like to be honest about one thing right this upskilling part it really uh, didn't work when i was in college uh, that time i was just uh, only concerned about getting my degree and you know get just getting the hell out of my college because that's sometimes you know it it tends to uh, limit you or you know you don't like in colleges sometimes so i was kind of uh, that particular person and i didn't believe in upskilling that time but right after my uh, bsc that i did in 2009 i joined immediately uh, one of my uh, one of the mnc's right uh, adp uh, which i uh, mentioned earlier so right from that uh, particular point till today i think uh, what has really helped me is upskilling and i will give a certain examples as i move ahead to start with actually very basic thing right like great leaders whom you would you call great leaders so great leaders are someone those who believe that learning is not a destination but it's a never ending journey in order to become a, and in order to become a great leader i also believe this person uh, this particular thing so one important uh, thing in this particular entire thing is like i never actually did any uh, masters or any you know uh, top colleges uh, degrees but i definitely made sure that at the right point uh, point of my career i upskill myself and when i say upskill it's not just about theoretical knowledge but also theoretical plus the practical knowledge on uh, getting to know the uh, nuances of the roles that you want to get into or the skill that you want to learn again coming back to same point like i learned uh, many of the uh, you know uh, skills from the community again and again i i have also make sure that i i give them back uh, whoever is coming to you know uh, with the same intention so you see it's very simple right it's like the brain is like just any other muscle okay and you need to constantly exercise it to keep it sharp and uh, also stay ahead so i also personally believe that unless we don't keep our mind engaged in learning new things the chances of it getting corrupted are very very high so that's why i made sure that before i get corrupted i will upskill myself and uh, in this upskilling it can be a certification course it can be community learning it can be handling projects where you are not uh, feeling comfortable to handle but you still went ahead because you wanted to upskill and you wanted to learn that is one very very important thing right that if you uh, don't believe in upskilling and you just want to do what uh you are doing right now then trust me you will be doing that for the next 10 years or 20 years also so and you will be updated also by uh, by doing that 
so in order to stay in the game in order to stay ahead in the game i think upskilling is one of the things that will keep you and like uh, if i have to also uh, followed one funny part uh, navin that if i would have not upskilled i would have not reached where i am and maybe you would have not called me on your podcast so like that's just a funny way to say but yeah i think very very important thing is like you, know, you need to keep learning and growing so that is the only way forward i would say i concur and uh, learning has become more important uh, than ever today because yep. somebody has to though not not from technical background should be aware of basic uh, stuff and technology that has become a part and parcel of life so every day something new is coming and if we are not learning it we will fall behind as simple as it all right great so now uh, i'm i'm interested to ask about this question so you you worked as a, a product manager right and mm-hmm. you are currently working as a product manager did you have mba before getting into this uh, product management and do you think it is mandatory for somebody to earn their mba to get into a product management space mm-hmm. okay all right so i mean this is like one of the favorite questions that you have uh, asked so far thanks for asking it navin so let me start with okay first of all i i have not done mba uh, but it's also at the same time i am not against someone who is doing mba but what i am unable to accept the fact that you know if someone says that in order to get into a product management role mba is the only way which is wrong so that is not the only way mba is one of those 100 ways that you can get into this particular role now it again depends at what stage you are and where you want to be so those things again are very personalized thing and i will touch this upon as i move forward again like there are so many people like me who want to get into this pm role but they don't have an mba so i would say that if you want to go through this non conventional way first of all it's very hard and it is a really time consuming process you need to have patience and you need to be very very fo- highly focused on the end goal what you want to achieve otherwise this journey becomes very tedious and that's why 50% people be, uh, you know tend to go for uh, through mba which is a conventional way and then get into a pm role but since i always have taken a non conventional approach uh, this this time also it really helped me so if i have to give you a quickly uh, background of my uh, about my education so i have done my bachelor's in electronics and i have done my masters in one of the social science subjects so nowhere i was near to crack this pm role from education wise and whatever roles that i have cracked it is only because of upskilling and you know a community learn then what really helped me to get into this role is first things as i told like upskilling so what i did is like you know i worked as a you know pseudo pm or as a pseudo business analyst which in a stretch assignment where i handled my current uh, task i worked as you know a ba in a stretch assignment as a pm in a stretch assignment i learned what it really means to you know to be into that role before i get into that role so that hands on experience is like you know something which you might not get even in a uh, top colleges so this hands on experience but it very very uh, you know matters that from whom you are taking and uh, how you are taking so that i think is uh, definitely uh, very very important so this experience and the trust uh, you know some from some of my leaders actually helped me to crack uh, this particular pm role but even before we get into that one of the most important questions that people fail to ask is why i want to become someone or any uh, you know in any particular role so that why people are not questioning uh, sorry not answering for themselves and this why is not for anybody else it's only for you to convince that okay yes i am ready and i want to do this 
because if your why is not clear then again people will fall into this trap you know that follow your passion or i mean so uh, why people are not able to crack the rules that they aspire to because their why is not very clear so it is very very important that you first clear answer that question very thoroughly clearly for yourself and then again one thing that i always believe is like you know everyone has their unique superpowers and growth areas like everyone will have this uh, no matter where you go including myself so depending on that actually i was never meant to do coding but i learned very like you know uh, basic skills uh, because it was not uh, my forte but i wanted to learn so that at least uh, when i go and talk to the technical team i make some sense so coding was not my superpower my superpower was what then my superpower was the management part so hence i aligned my superpower with with my skill sets that is required for the pm role and this entire uh, combination help me to crack uh, this particular role so again i will say i will repeat myself if you want to crack any role not only pm role but any role for that matter a conventional degree is really not required but if you want to follow the non conventional uh, you know way uh, to get into any role then please uh, remember that it's very tough but if you keep learning okay one of the things that if you keep doing that if your your why is clear you work on you know uh, getting more involved into such communities which aligned with your role then definitely it will help you uh, you know to get into the role that you aspire for maybe it will take some time but it is not impossible so it's very very important that you get hands on experience uh, understand what are the uh, do's and don'ts uh, of those particular role what are the nuances of this particular role before you get into so that you are mentally prepared and then uh, you you go for it so i think these are some uh, techniques i would say which again needs to be personalized and you know work accordingly so people will definitely find it very useful so mba first of all is not required to get into pm yes definitely super i think uh, these are some wonderful tips and anand we have been talking about leaders getting inspiration from them what to do what not to do and how to upskill and all so this has been going very well but let's add some spice to the episode okay i would like to add some fun element okay very i'm going to kick off a rapid fire round by asking you a few interesting questions they will be not tough i promise if you are ready we'll get started fair enough yeah sure all right so let me fire the first bullet given a chance to time travel would you go to past or visit future i think present is the best time uh, instead of going into past and future Uh, because past whatever happened has happened future you don't have any control right so yeah. stay where you are and just focus and everything will be better <laughs> interesting <say>. man <laughs> all right so uh, you being a product manager i would love to ask you this question i think in fact this is the first time i'm asking a question on, on tgv uh, dumbest product that you have ever seen or any crap gadget that you came across G- gadget yes actually i would never you know any gadget crap no i mean i would say uh, everyone gives a shot uh, to make their gadgets better so i am i am really not uh, nothing is coming on top of my mind so okay. i'm sorry but i think i would fair not enough. say any gadget is crap gadget <laughs> yeah <laughs> fair enough so what is one random skill that you would like to learn definitely uh, would love to learn guitar mm-hmm. uh, that's one of my uh, like you know pending things that i would like to do planning to do it this year so let's see how it goes okay, wonderful all the best and let me Thank move you. on and ask you what is the funniest moment in your life so far uh, when i joined my first company uh, the team members that was uh, around me 
they were all almost everyone was elder than me like i was the youngest team member when i joined uh, like i was around like 20 when i joined that particular team and everyone had almost like 2 plus 3 plus years of experience like everybody used to look, look at me from those uh, that particular angle like oh he's so cute he's just joined and all that but i was not that cute <laughs> i mean i knew from <laughs> and uh, once we went out on outing everyone was like started boozing and i suddenly entered into the room and everyone started looking at me oh my god what is he doing here like you know it was like they were they became very uncomfortable <laughs> the moment i picked up one bottle and started they their eyes were rolling and they were saying oh my god this guy that was i think they were surprised but that surprise was good and i, I think from that moment i have not seen back and like i have made some long life friends out of those particular team but uh, yes interesting next one like what, what is one electronic gadget or product that you would like to build it for yourself i am not sure if you have seen this series like uh, two and a half men uh, so in that uh, they there is one episode where they build a gadget right which you just put around your head and you can start reading thoughts of that other person mm-hmm. and uh, so maybe i would like to see uh, something like that on those lines getting invented sometime anytime near future interesting all right fabulous rapid fire anand let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question for today's conversation what will be your one piece of advice okay to those aspiring to make big in their careers uh, because everything gets boiled down to this particular question <laughs> <laughs> i would just share one quote which i personally believe a lot and i actually follow it in my day to day life right so it it's it was i don't know who has actually said but on google it says it is said by rumi one of the great philosophers so he has said that what you seek is seeking you like let's say if i am seeking to become someone that role itself already is also seeking you if you you just need to keep your eyes ears and brain open so you will get what you want it just that hang in there have some patience and you know work i mean focus on your work the rest everything will fall accordingly uh, uh, the way you want so what you seek is seeking you remember that always thank you awesome what to seek is seeking you wow i think this goes by the law of attraction as well right yeah kind of kind of awesome so anand this has been a fabulous conversation and i loved every bit of the episode today thank you so much for joining me and uh, sharing your insights with our audience thanks again for being part of tgv's journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe thank you thanks amin for inviting me it was really great talking to you and i i also loved every bit of this conversation all right pleasure hosting you So, folks, before we move into the trivia section, right? Here is a request to you. In case if you haven't subscribed to us, please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from, so that you'll be notified of all the future episodes. And also share with a friend or a colleague who can benefit from TGV. That way, we'll gain more subscribers, and they will acquire more knowledge. And in addition to that, I would also love to hear your insights or comments on the topics that we have discussed today. what have you learned from your leaders to learned not to do from your leaders so on and so forth i would really love to look forward your comments because it will be amazing to see your responses and uh, i'm going to share those responses in future episodes as well all right now let's cruise into the trivia section so folks today's trivia is about adobe and you know the name adobe what is the secret behind the name adobe it is the name of the river adobe creek okay that was 
something which motivated the founder jan warnock okay he is one of the co-founders and he he had this uh, i mean his house was right adjacent to river adobe creek that's why he picked adobe as the name of the company so likewise everybody has their own reasons okay to name of the companies and all likewise in case if you have come across any interesting name of a company or a product again just shoot us an email or comment on the social media platforms or wherever you find us all right so that's all for today thank you so much for tuning in this is your host navin samala a fellow it professional and a passionate learner who is on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye